This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. When you're building a team, one of the must-dos is making sure that you're hiring people that don't just fit into your company culture, but also fully embody and understand the company and team culture. That includes the mission, vision, values, and standards of the company and its team members. My friend Jamila Payne has some amazing advice on how to infuse team culture into every step of the hiring, onboarding, and ongoing mentorship of your team. Jamila Payne is known internationally as an authority for business owners that want more freedom and fulfillment in their lives. Her work has been featured in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Entrepreneur Magazine, Black Enterprise, NBC, Fox, and several other media outlets. Today, she is the CEO of Daily Success Routine, an online training company that empowers women to become breadwinning business owners by setting up the systems and dream teams that are necessary for growth. So let's go ask Jamila how she developed an incredible team culture. I am so excited that you're here. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Me too. So we are going to be talking about team culture from so many different aspects. But before we dive in, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Sure. I'm Jamila Payne, CEO at Daily Success Routine, and we run a training and coaching program that helps service-based business owners set up the systems that they need to attract more clients and serve them with more ease and less stress. Love it. Can I just say how much I am enjoying getting to know you more and more? And I'm so excited we're in the same peer-led mastermind this year and that we've been doing coffee chats. It just makes me happy. So wanted to put that out there. <laughs> oh, same here. Man. It's been so fun connecting and learning more about each other. So excited to continue. Me too. So let's dive into team. How many do you have on your team at this point? Five. Okay. You have a team of five and I have a team and I know that team culture is really important to both of us. So can you first like kind of just describe what team culture means to you? Yes. Team culture for me, the way that I really think about it is it's how do I create an environment? Well, let me take a step back. You know how as entrepreneurs, we often say to ourselves, like, I wish I could clone myself. I wish I could, Mm -hmm. you know, have somebody else that would do what I would do. Culture is really about being able to create a thriving environment amongst your team where People would actually do things like you would want to get them done. You're able to successfully download your thought process into your team. And they're also able to take up the mission 
I mean, for so many of us, our business is about a bigger mission, a bigger purpose that we're putting out in the world. And the most important thing when it comes to creating a culture and bringing on team members is the idea of you're not hiring for help. You're hiring someone that can own a role and help you to execute the mission of your business. And so the culture is really about cultivating an environment where people are just as excited about the mission as you are. They're acting as entrepreneurs within the company and they're taking ownership in what needs to get done so that your clients can be served in the best way possible. I love all of that. That was so beautifully stated. And I think that that's one of the core reasons that Anytime I have a new client who works with me, one of the first things we do is work on their mission, vision, and value statement, right? Their core values, even if they're a solopreneur, because I'm like, when you're hiring your team members, you know, when you're hiring that first team member, when you're onboarding or having a discovery call with a client, if you don't have anything to like basically be your grounding, you know, then your ship goes anywhere, you know, then you have nothing to, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's, it's really important to know like what you value and know what your mission is for your business before you start bringing on team members. And then it's really hard to define after you've already had those people, what your mission, what your vision, what your values are, and really encapsulate that into a team culture. Yes. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. So I know we have a lot to work through in this and not a lot of time, but I would love to know what are some of the things that you do, even in your hiring process, like during the hiring process to make sure that that team member is a great culture fit for your team? Yeah. So our hiring process, one of the things that we do up front is we have a experiential project that every person does as a part of the hiring process. So say, for example, if we're looking for a new graphic designer for our team, they would have a small project, bite-sized project that really they should be able to complete in, you know, an hour that would be representative of the type of work that they would have to do on the team and the type of thinking. So in that example of a graphic designer, I mean, I would literally give them our style guide. Like Mm -hmm. these are our brand colors. These are our fonts. And I want you to come up with, you know, a mock-up of a PDF that we might do as a giveaway on the podcast, or I want you to come up with some examples of social posts and they need to deliver that. So number one, I want to get a sense of what's their pace of work. You know, how quickly are they going to get back to me to say that the project is done? I also want to get a sense of their creativity. What ideas are they going to come up with? How are they going to, you know, think through our customer, our audience to be able to create a design that's perfect for them? And then can they apply our brand principles? So I think for every role in your company, there's an opportunity to look at like, what's the test project that someone can do? It's easy to think about it in terms of a graphic designer, but You know, it's no different if you're hiring someone that's going to assist you in your project management for your clients, right? Mm -hmm. You're a VA, you need additional project managers that are going to help you project manage all the clients that you have in your agency. You know, what is a test that they can do that's really going to help you to know that they're a good fit? So that's definitely something that has helped us. And I learned very quickly, like, okay, this person, this is not the quality of work that I'm looking for. (laughs) Right. You know, what's the presentation that they give back? You know, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot that you can tell in just giving a small test project. I love that. 
And then before we started recording, we were talking about integrating that even into the onboarding process. So what does your onboarding process look like in terms of, you know, how that fits and how that continues for you? Yeah. So we have really done a lot of work on the daily success team to refine the onboarding process. And it didn't look like this at day one. So let me just say that. Like, <laughs> so when you're thinking about onboarding your team, you want to evolve it over time. When I first started hiring, I was really spending you know, hours in many cases, personally onboarding a team member, walking them through their position, helping them to get up to speed. And after a while, you know, you go through a couple of hires, you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm saying the same thing <laughs> yeah. over and over and over for every person who starts. So now we actually have a recorded onboarding process. So I've just used, you know, simple tool Loom, use Loom to record step by step by step critical things that a person needs to know when they start on our team. So that's our mission, our vision, our values. We share with them our ideal client profile so they have a, a clear understanding of who we serve. They are asked to listen to several of our podcast episodes and some of the trainings that we do with our clients. So there's a video instruction for each one of those things that they go through in the onboarding process. And then there's an action for them to take. So if it's listening to a podcast, then the action in the onboarding process is to, you know, post their takeaways. You know, what mm -hmm. were the takeaways from that episode? Now, this onboarding process is sent to the new team member before they ever even start, right? So this is like pre-work before day one of the job so that they can really hit the ground running. I mean, if you think about some of the positions, you know, that you might have held in your career, that first couple of weeks is just like, you know, where's the bathroom? Yeah. Where's my email? <laughs> where's the, you know, like you're trying to find the lay of the land. And we really want to shortcut that learning curve by having people to go through an onboarding where they really get embedded in the culture, what we do, who we serve. And they're hearing it from me, you know, my voice, my mm -hmm. face. And so they get to know me too. And then when they start on day one, they're ready to rock. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I am like taking notes because I'm like, uh, we got to do better at the launch skill. Like you guys, <laughs> you guys got it. Awesome. We do something super similar, but we do it all in a workbook style. So we have like, you know, a pretty extensive at this point team onboarding workbook. And that has mission, vision, values. It has, you know, here's your email address. Here's how we would like you to put your signature, your email signature at the end of your emails, those sorts of things. You know, here's the link for our weekly team meeting, all of those important things. And then our team, our, any new team member meets with Jay Laray first and has kind of a lay of the land meeting where she walks through, you know, Asana and how we have Asana set up and how we have Slack set up and all of those things. And then I think it's usually one or two weeks down the line, then they meet with me and their meeting with me is more like, hey, I just want to get to know you. Like, here's my expectations, you know, like, here's the things that like make me happy and the things that like make me mad, <laughs> you know, like those <laughs> sorts of things. Yeah. But I, I love the action steps that you've created for like each piece of it, because I think that, yeah, you want to make sure that it's not just something that they've kind of sped through, but it's something that they fully understand and can kind of do something with. Yeah. Yes. So I really like that. Yeah. Let me give you one little quick hack that we did that has really been a game changer. Mm -hmm. We set up the entire onboarding process in ClickUp. Ooh, so, yeah. so we use ClickUp for our project management 
so that when a new team member has, you know, officially been made an offer and now they're going to go through onboarding, they get invited into the ClickUp and then they go through their entire onboarding process in ClickUp. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason for that is this is a tool that's like, this is our HQ. You know, this mm-hmm. is where the entire business gets run and they need to, if they're not already familiar, right, with project management or with ClickUp specifically, this allows them to also practice utilizing the tool. Yes. Changing statuses on projects, updating projects, getting familiar. And people have said like, this has been really helpful for them. If they didn't have any ClickUp experience, they're now subliminally, because it's the one thing to tell a person, Mm -hmm. you got to learn how to use this project management system. And it's another thing to say, oh, you got to do your onboarding. And, you know, secretly, they're also Mm -hmm. learning to (laughs) write the project management system. It kind of takes the pressure off of like, oh, I got to learn this new tool and gives a very simple way for them to start understanding how they're going to manage their day-to-day workload. That's fantastic. I love that. I was going to say one of the things that we do is these things called Rockefellers. And I had an old boss who made us do them every single day. And I hated doing them every day. Like I refused to. And I was always the person that she'd be like, Tasha, you haven't done your Rockefellers in like three weeks. And I was like, yeah. And it's going to be another three weeks before, <laughs> before I do it again. But now when I'm thinking back on it, it, it is a great idea. And the basis of it is Rockefeller himself apparently used to do this where every day he would do a debrief of what went well, what didn't mm-hmm. go well, and one question that he had. And so we have our team members do that, I think for the first month or so when they're first starting so that we fully understand what questions they're having and like where their struggles are, where they're kind of hitting a wall. And so where they need some more support or some more training or, you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah, that's something that we implemented about a year ago. And I think that's been really helpful as well. Oh, I love that. Okay. I'm going to definitely have to try that. There is something new that we've implemented in our culture too, that I think the team is really excited about. And what I've been thinking about a lot more is really being able to incentivize the team. Mm -hmm. I really have a strong belief in, even though a team member, like I don't even use the word employee within our company. Mm -hmm. It's always like, you know, team member, even if a person is an employee versus an entrepreneur, I think it's very important that their income not necessarily be capped, right? Like they have some unlimited potential. Mm-hmm. And so we put a bonus structure in place for our team so that they have an opportunity to, you know, earn more than whatever their base salary is. But how this comes in and the important piece is the mindset around team. So often as entrepreneurs, we have been trained into, right, thinking of a team member as an expense. Mm-hmm. Even in, you know, economic downturns, companies like, oh, we got to cut headcount, <laughs> you know? But, yeah. So, and I just, I never really liked that approach. I really believe that a team member is an investment and it's really about setting that person up for success in the way that they get to be an investment in the business. And so for every role in the company, I look at what are their profit producing activities, Mm -hmm. right? Like as a CEO and leaders, we shouldn't be the only people doing profit producing activities. You know, what are the profit producing activities for that team member? So everybody is aware of that. They know what their profit producing activities and they have specific projects that they're working on around that. But then we go a step further and every quarter, the team members present their dream boards. So at the top of the year, 
everybody did their dream board and they included things like, I really want to take a cooking class or I want to go hiking or I want to do this. And so we matched up. So we have a worksheet that the team uses to match up what's on their dream board to the projects that they're working on, their income producing activities in the company so that they can see how they're going to tackle each of their dreams mm-hmm. by completing a milestone that they have in their role. And the team is like so pumped around this. Like they're excited that number one, it was exciting to just share with each other, like what was on their dream boards because they're learning more about each other. But now, I mean, you want to get a fire under your team's butt around getting some stuff done. <laughs> <Yep. right? laughs> start, start matching their work projects to things that they can accomplish in their personal life. So I'm just excited to see over this year how so many people on the team's dreams get accomplished because of the work that we get to do for our clients. Oh, that's amazing. And it's so fun too. It's not another, like you have to track your KPIs just because right. I said so, you know, it's like, let's match it up to what matters and what is actually important to you. And that's what yes. it boils down to for any of us, right? Ah, I love that. So I forgot to tell you that we have a new question that I'm asking all guests this year. And it's, I was going to say it's an easy one, but it's not an easy one. It's sort of an easy (laughs) one. (laughs) So the question is, what does amplifying your impact mean to you? Oh, this is a great question. Amplifying my impact. So you're going to laugh at this. My word of the year is actually impact. (laughs) I love it. That was my word for 2019. So I love it. (laughs) So, so this has actually been on my mind a lot. So for me, amplifying my impact, number one, the way that I'm executing that this year and living that out means serving more people. Mm -hmm. So what our bigger mission is for our business is to create more breadwinning business women, right? They have sustainable businesses that allow them to create their dream life and make an impact on their clients. And so to do that, I really want to serve more people. So Mm -hmm. that's a big piece for me this year. And the way that I'm going to amplify that, right? If we're creating more women that are owning and running six-figure and multiple six-figure businesses, then by nature of what we're doing, we're helping. I mean, statistically, right? As women earn more, they're impacting their families, their communities, and their own lives. And so the more that we get to amplify our work at Daily Success Routine and have that impact on our clients, like our impact is just magnified also by the work that we're doing. So for me, it's tangibly like serving our clients better and being able to get them results, being able to have more impact on my friends and in my relationships, making a difference in their lives. And also when it comes to family as well, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm really looking at how can I just be more impactful (laughs) this year in every area of my life. I love that. Thank you so much for that. So where can our audience find you and get more of your awesomeness? (laughs) Thank you. So the best way to find me is definitely on Instagram at daily success routine is mostly where I hang out in terms of social media. We also have a Facebook community called breadwinning women. So definitely pop in there and hang out with other awesome breadwinning women and check out the breadwinning women podcast or other things around systems and productivity and revenue growth. Fantastic. And we'll put all those in the show notes. Thank you again for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. 
That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. Thank you.